0: This is Yoga Uncorked. Yes.
1: Hello, season two, girl. Do you wish? Can I say to Makara? Tom, go August their fad. I guess Time, anava fad. We're both panicking because that's the extent of our. Irony. <laughs> Don't ask me any more. Don't ask me any more questions. Nilis
0: gum. Nilis gum. I'm will carry gum till get in the house.
1: That's um, a lovely saying for you'll always be in my heart. <laughs> Sorry. It means like, can I go to the toilet? <laughs> and it's our most commonly Irish phrase in our That's all we do. In our Irish toolbed yeah. from school. Can I go to the toilet? Um did you miss me? I've been with I know you. Yeah, the whole summer.
0: <laughs> I was asking the listeners, did you miss me? Did you miss Kelly? <laughs> we missed you for sure. But well, we also really enjoyed the break, didn't we? Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. It was lovely. Um, it was just one less thing to do, I suppose. Yeah. Um, even though it's great crack and it's when I'm not doing it then, it's I want to be doing it, you know? Yes. So I didn't miss it, but the break was good.
0: I think mm. so. And I, I don't know about you, but I've really noticed that, like, I feel like now our nervous systems are starting to be affected by the last 18 months.
1: One million percent. The it's, adrenaline
0: it's... reserves are low. And so we've been running on adrenaline for 18 months pretty much. And it's now I'm feeling the effects really.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally agree. I kind of started feeling it a few weeks ago, I feel. Yeah, just that complete sense of depletion. Yeah, almost. exactly, um, yeah. And... Yeah, I suppose we were in fight and flight for such a long time Mm -hmm. and yeah, I suppose like anything that's somewhat traumatic, you know, your psychological, or sorry, your physiological response and psychological response is to be in fight and flight and that can continue for so long Mm -hmm. and then what happens when that stops, your body has to almost repair yeah, and just, you kind of go, whew, but then you're fucking bait. Yeah. So I
0: just think like as much as maybe you feel like you weren't doing anything for COVID, even if you were, it's now for sure. I feel like I need to rest deeply. And I think, you know, when everything's reopening, people are expecting everyone to go back to normal,
1: whatever it's, that was. It's really scary. And it's like, nah, i have a new normal now. Thanks very much. Yeah. I've got to build my social flex. Yeah. You, like, you know what I mean? My social stamina. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's like you know you were in lockdown the majority of us Mm -hmm. um i don't know how people who like imagine if we feel this sense of exhaustion imagine what our healthcare workers must feel oh my god yeah fucking hell um or parents
0: homeschooling or do you know everyone i don't did we say this before about everyone being in the same not in the same boat but in the same storm
1: that's very good i love that so
0: people were like oh everyone's in the same boat um, and I heard someone say, no, we're all in the same storm and some people have a luxury yacht and some people have a dinghy and some people don't know how to swim. Wow. I was like, whoa, mm. that's deep. Because, you know, I remember I was at this um, beautiful retreat there the other week and we were doing like a sharing and this girl started sharing saying, oh, I didn't lose my job at all. So I'd, I have nothing to complain about. She was like, but, I, but I'm really feeling really anxious since COVID. And I was like, you know, like there's some people who had a load of money over COVID. But who really struggled with other stuff and then if people like us who our whole business and our passion was on the line literally Mm. and we were being told we can't do it and we're not allowed to earn money from it Mm -hmm. and so we're being affected that way but then maybe we have more tools to deal with this Mm. stuff do you know so it's all it's all um it's all relative isn't it yeah and then you've people at home who adored homeschooling their kids and are going to keep doing it Mm -hmm. and then you've other people who are like get those Mm. fuckers back to school (laughs) thank you teachers
1: (laughs) um yeah that's another thing i've been pondering is the whole and i think we can all be guilty of it because we do sit in such a place of like we're very lucky you know um we've a roof over our head we get food in our bellies you know um we can go back to work and stuff but like you know it's all perspective and that girl that you just mentioned saying oh I have nothing to complain about yeah you do like you know it was a very tough time you were probably perhaps maybe working in a pharmacy or like people working in supermarkets they were like front line as well you know and in fact like if you were and most of us were, you know, some bit anxious about the virus and transmission. Like those people are really dealing mm. with people coming in and out all day. And that, you know, you absolutely deserve your anxiety, you know, yeah. um <laughs> in a very loving way. Yeah. You know, you deserve to kind of <laughs> you deserve you deserve to acknowledge your acknowledge anxiety it, yeah. and, and heal it if you can. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. because I think, I don't know, is it would you think it's a very Irish thing that you're like I'm grand, I'm Like, I, I think, can't complain. I'm yeah. And, in know? general, Irish people, I find again, in general,
0: are not totally self deprecating, but like, I think because we're such a small country where everyone knows everyone, we've a really like colloquial way of being. It's like, you know, you, you're like, oh my God, I'm feeling this. And it's like, yeah, well, Mary down the road now has just done that, you know. So we were like, oh yeah, okay, maybe I shouldn't complain. Mm. Whereas actually, you know, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. All I was going to say, you can complain, but I can't cope with people who just complain and do nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we all have different tools, I suppose. How are we talking about COVID again? I know, no, it's, it's almost addictive, isn't it? It's addictive, but it's also one of the reasons why we took the break, because we've been adapting
1: and shifting. For and it's also been the birth of billions of podcasts around the world. <laughs> <It's a podcast. laughs> what was that tweet? It was your one It was like any 30 year old men please step away from them oh yeah we don't need any more
0: podcasts (laughs) any more well maybe so we don't need any more podcasts from them yeah i think their voice is pretty uh (laughs) pretty loud already maybe um unless there's something new to say
1: Mm. (laughs) he's like yeah no (laughs) Um, what did you do for the break i actually continued to teach into august um And I enjoyed it and I was very lucky with the weather because we were outdoors. But coming to the last week of that teaching, I actually had to cancel the class. I've never done that before, ever. And I just had so much going on in the background. Um, Lots of change, Mm -hmm. uh, which I'd be happy enough to talk about. Um, And it was that day I just... I was depleted. It was complete mm, and utter. That's such a good word, depleted. Yeah, I yeah. was just really lacking any bit of like, I, I couldn't teach a class. So I did teach through August. I didn't teach my last class. Um, I think that's a sign that I really did need to step away a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, So then I took a break from kind of the end of August up till now, you could say, I suppose. Jesus, it's the 21st of September. I know. Whoa. Slippery slip, September just slipped right in there. Slid right in there. Um, so I went on this gorgeous yoga retreat. Did you? Who ran that girl? <laughs> Jeannie ran it. What, me? <laughs> so I actually finished up in a part-time job I was in and then went on a retreat, which oh, was, beautiful. it was class. Um So the retreat was, oh my God out of this world really pinching was. her <laughs> under the table there sell it for <laughs> me <laughs> no it was absolutely Aww. absolutely amazing good. like I had noticed and I think it's important to share as well that I had become very introverted the last two years maybe a little bit longer actually and I just kind of chalked that up to being an introverted person mm-hmm. but in fact you know through life, that can change, and there's a lot of psychology around like these things not being necessarily true. Which okay. I'm like, no, don't take the Carl introvert. <laughs> yeah, Give don't take evil. the Carly Youngs extrovert introvert. Um, and analysis away from us. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, so I become very introverted, and now I'm kind of looking back, and I'm thinking, okay, yes, I was had become very introverted. But maybe was I going through about a depression? Okay, and depression I think can be a very funny one because it's not necessarily I'm grief stricken or I'm finding it hard to function in mm-hmm. society or I am finding it hard to get out. These are obviously all you know parts of it, but like it might just be you kind of coming back into yourself avoiding going out with your friends Mm -hmm. saying no to invites and doing stuff and i suppose then when you're put into lockdown it doesn't necessarily help either because you're kind of forced into that situation and then you come out of lockdowns like we know we've had two or three coming out Mm -hmm. um, stages i still couldn't like muster the energy to be with people or groups of people so going on retreat that was one thing I did worry about I was like how will I talk to people Mm -hmm. it's like I forgot how to be with groups of people especially people I didn't know
0: yeah because we were just doing that like on the regular
1: Mm. uh, on autopilot Mm. for so long you know so I did worry about that and then had I didn't need to worry at all um the group was just I made friends for life you know Ah. and just so easy to be with good and easy silence mm-hmm. you know that's that's I think a lovely um inclination of the people you're around like yeah. is it easy to be and just silent with you know and we had a scream didn't with we such a laugh we such a laugh and I was like oh here I am at my label but I would have thought I would have through the years um and through my 20s been quite extroverted and I was like that part of me started to come back mm. a little bit you know um, so Aww. the group was just amazing, and you asked or when we done the cacao, what's one thing you take you're taking home and that was what it was for me, Lovely. my ability to be with people and enjoy it and not feel drained and depleted because I was beginning to feel like that for the past kind of two or three years, you know, okay, and some people are like that, you know, mm-hmm. and they can be drained by large groups of people, and they can recharge in solitude, and I still think that's very true for me, but this group just would lift you up oh, like you know and the space the place oh, the practices every day you know um so thanks because it gave me much more than just a sense of peace it you know opened my eyes to a new way of living yeah oh, most definitely um beautiful. and actually i might just share something that my fiance told me last night i was getting um we have a gorgeous neighbor i'm like i won't say his name sure he's never gonna listen no one knows him (laughs) um but he's very he's just so so lovely he's from the north side i'm just weak for him i've lived next door to him for like the last seven years and he was talking to my fiance and my fiance said to him oh yeah kelly's away she's gone on a a yoga retreat in spain and uh she you know they they um it's all like vegetarian vegan food it's all vegan food and vegetarian food and they go to bed early and then they get up at the dawn and they practice yoga and my neighbor goes that sounds fucking awful <laughs> i love it it does to some people and we met a man on a, on the plane was i telling you about him oh, myself yes. and jess yeah yeah i won't name names not that he'll listen <laughs> But he must have been, I'd say, in his 90s, perhaps, Amazing. maybe 80s, late 80s. But I would I'd imagine 90s. And he was going on his holidays with his fam. And um, he just couldn't, would not believe that we were, you know, going to bed early, getting up early, yeah. not drinking alcohol, eating healthy food. He was like, what? He just could not comprehend. He's like two young girls like yourself, you know, me and my sister. So i knew he'd be on my plane back okay jessica wasn't on that flight because she flew back to london so i was um i wanted to say hi to him and jess was like make sure you do now and he had said make sure you if we see each other that we can chat again Ah. because we we were sitting next to him it was beautiful that was another huge part of the trip actually was forging a little friendship with that man he was amazing um so he actually was sitting right in front of me on the way back what and jessica was like say hi say hi and i was like i didn't want to just like stand up and stick my head yeah. over and be like <laughs> All your right, mister. The yeah. the <laughs> because then i was wondering like you know what if he doesn't remember me okay, i didn't want confused. to kind of confuse him further i don't know what his family would have thought you know so i just actually left it but then it, when the flight landed in cork Kerk, um I turned around to the man behind me because I was convinced it was his son. Okay. Um, Because he was obviously on the flight over as well and I thought he looked familiar. And I was like, sorry, are you, I said his name, are you so-and-so's father? Mm-hmm. Um, Or sorry, not his father, So and So I can talk to him. I just wanted to ask him, look, would it be okay if I introduce myself yeah. again? I don't want to confuse him or anything. And your man was like, no. Oh, <laughs> as in he wasn't who okay. I thought it was. And next I heard so-and-so saying, I can hear my name. He's oh, oh calling me. <laughs> he had a very, very fancy accent. And I was like, Oh, Mr So and so, it's me, do you remember? Because oh, yeah. of course I do. And then he turned around to the two sitting next to him on the plane, just two randomers, and he was like This young lady, she was telling me she was going to bed for 10 o'clock every night and getting (laughs) up at dawn and no alcohol. (laughs) I don't believe it for a second. (laughs) And I was like, No, he actually did did. (laughs) that. And he, oh, it's just, Uh, oh, it's so. dawn now? Like eight o'clock. Eight. That was Ireland seven, though. True. I forgot about
0: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I remembered that because I ain't your AM girl. So I was like, Look at me getting up at eight, but it's actually seven. Seven. um no it was wonderful and you know what as well it was such a well-needed break for my system Mm. in total like as in like my nervous system um my digestive system everything because you know you go in your halls and like one of my favorite things about holidays is like the cocktail at the pool yeah you know you've absolutely no obligations to be anywhere drive your car get from a to b so it's that like sense of freedom but like I'm sure I speak for a lot of people that you go on your holidays, you eat the very gorgy food, you yeah, have all the cocktails. Everything fried or kind of excessive yeah. or, and then you yeah. come home and you're like Ugh.
0: Yeah and you need Ugh. a holiday from your holiday. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whereas this was the first time I went abroad and I thrive in the sun. Yeah. Love the sun. <laughs> um and came back just feeling light in myself oh, and myself and rested. Light and rested was how I felt. Beautiful. So, like, really want to talk about how amazing it was, but also totally afraid that then I won't get a space next year because everyone's going to be booking. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was a gorgeous, good place. How did you find um your retreat? Being the hostess with the mostest, yeah, so it was well. interesting because it was two full years
0: since I'd done a retreat abroad. Like I've mm-hmm. done ones in Ireland, um, in between lockdowns and stuff like that, um. But just to go back to what you were saying, like, I love the cocktail by the pool and going on those holidays, too. But I definitely feel like anytime I've gone on a yoga retreat or even done a teacher training or something where you're you're in that routine and like it, it, my dad would be the same. He'd be like, why are you punishing yourself? You know, like going to bed early and getting mm-hmm. up early. I'm like, no, I'm actually just, Reward- this is really yeah. nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like you were thinking about depleting, I always feel like it's such a replenishing mm. thing to do. Um, and it sounds so cheesy, and I say it on every retreat, but it's so true. Like some people say, Oh, back to the real world now, you know, when they're leaving the retreat, or um, that was a nice escape, you know. And Mm. I'm like, You're you're not retreating from the real world, you're actually retreating back to your true self. Yeah. And like all these things like the cocktail by the pool and the rushing around and racing, they're all things that pull us away from ourselves. Now, the cocktail can bring you closer to yourself too. If you do it consciously, you know. Um
1: And can may I just say that I I don't think I felt this grounded in myself in about three three years, I'd say easily. Wow. Yeah, because I was thinking this morning, um, to when we recorded our first ep back in oh, April, yeah? I just felt so pulled out of my body is the only word. Like my body was sitting here, but my mind was like, Okay. Yeah, I I've really noticed how grounded
0: you've gone through a I lot feel. of change like in the last few years haven't you
1: yeah yeah and i think
0: anyone and actually this goes back to what you're saying a minute ago and i will answer your question in a minute um about what you were saying about um you know just like being more introverted and stuff and not at all dismissing that you potentially were in a depressive episode you'd mm. almost say um as opposed was having clinical depression you mm. know um like when you go through like a big change like yoga teacher training or a reiki initiation or something like that i definitely find and i've seen it with people time and time again on teacher trainings not that you start to lose friends but it's like you suddenly start to realize all of that energy i was putting into different social scenes or different things that i was doing actually no longer serves me and i'm going to retreat away from that Mm. so it Mm. makes sense that on the retreat you felt like you could come out of yourself because mm. you were surrounded by like-minded people because mm. again who's going to go on a, a retreat where you go to bed early <laughs> by the way bed is optional you don't have to go to bed <laughs> um you know where you do all those things they're probably going to be people who'll have a similar outlook on life or that their energy will be aligned with yours and like very well, rarely masochists. yeah exactly <laughs> um very rarely do I ever have like issues on a retreat where people like don't get on of course when you put groups of strangers together there's going to be a group dynamic that you have to figure out but um most people are there for a similar purpose you know um and i think like well we'll definitely do a whole episode on this i'd say but like the group facilitation of retreats is what fascinates me the yoga is like kind of the last thing i think about Mm. it's all like how can i make people feel safe how Mm. can i make people feel looked after how do we have strong enough boundaries that everyone feels like they have their own space but can interact they're all really subtle things that over the years i was like wow these are really important and actually i noticed it on a retreat i went on before where those things weren't done and it was fine but i got so little out of that retreat Mm. because those things weren't thought of or they weren't they weren't a priority maybe um so yeah i think it still to this day fascinates me what i do is so simple and how profound the changes can be hmm. like i pick a space i feed you i give you loads of space and time
1: i'm sorry <laughs> and you're all <laughs> flying after <laughs> what? this retreat was anything but simple i uh, know what as I in for is, you as in no, like <laughs> we'll get to that Good and year. like I was thinking about when we got there and you'd announced, you know, it's yeah. been a little bit of, but like it started before you ever got step foot in the plane with your oh, name yeah. not matching your. Oh You yeah. told me about two <laughs> days before you were flying out. Let's go um, all the way. Back. <laughs> about two days before you flew out. Yeah. So my passport surname and my my COVID cert they're yeah. completely different. different like not a little bit different yeah completely different so if anyone's listened to my episode of how i found yoga you'll know that
0: i was previously married and i'm now divorced and i'm divorced probably four and a half years i'd say but i just never changed my passport from my married name and i have everything else in my maiden name and i was kind of holding on to the passport to have an id in my married name in case I ever needed it, mm. and then over the last three years I've been traveling so much with work, mm. I just didn't change it because I was afraid I wouldn't get my passport back and time and stuff. Yeah, blah blah blah, blah. Um, and then sure I could have done it over COVID, and I didn't. But anyway, and do you know
1: what? You were so calm. Yeah, I, and I, in I internally if numb.
0: <laughs> internally, <laughs> I
1: was screaming. <laughs> I was like, she needs to get over there, but like it just. Do you know what? I just. It's something I love so much about you and it's just your resilience and your ability to be calm within yeah absolute chaos you know and that's learned now though that's not
0: natural well it's probably a little bit I say it's, natural. A, bit of both. it's a little like, bit natural, yeah yeah, yeah. So, but I used to be a much more anxious person about that stuff do you know
1: yeah just forums freak me out and stuff yeah it's you know, really like <laughs> kind of legally kind of and you were telling me and I was just like
0: trying not to show
1: it on my face and I was like <laughs> inside screaming yeah but then you got on the plane I was fine you were fine <laughs> but before that
0: again actually like three days before I left for the retreat both my chefs who I've worked with for six oh years God. and my um
1: massage treatment healer can I just say it how I saw it yeah go on so we landed at the resort or the what was it a villa is that it's what you call thinka. it Yeah. a finca a finca Think- finca yeah, which is like a villa, yeah. But it's it's like a nineteen it's like a twentieth century, early nineteen hundreds yeah. villa. Oh, it's divine. Previously owned by a Lord and Lady. It's an mm. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So we arrived and you were showing us around and then we got to the courtyard space and you were like, okay, so a bit of news. <laughs> you were like, um, the two chefs that this is my cheap voice. Go on. <laughs> the two chefs that um are meant to be here um actually have COVID. <laughs> because food is such a big deal oh, for you on your retreats like it's food and yoga retreats yeah it's like, as big as yeah. the yoga so I was like again my face was smiling politely and nodding And inside I was it was screaming. running around on fire <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do you ever see it actually my fiancé would send it off and it's um, Elmo on fire oh yes <laughs> that's what my internal you know landscape was. of the kind of dog he's sitting in the house is on fire that one <laughs> I was the straight-faced dog my internal landscape was like here, yeah. here. So, and you were just like, but we have someone and, like, fair play to that woman. Oh, like, she amazing. just, and she was amazing. And to do it by herself as well for, you know, the group size was yeah. oh, amazing. amazing. Um, And then you were like, and her uh, massage therapist. And, you know, he gives treatments. And, oh, I couldn't wait to meet I him. Know. Like, you know, you were <laughs> like, um, his wife has COVID, so he's not here either. So, basically... <laughs> the three
0: people who I call my dream team who I've been working with for six years in Spain couldn't come. Right. And you might think, okay, that's tough. L- like probably 50% of my guests on retreat are repeat. Mm. Um, One year I had like 80% repeat guests. So they come back for a certain thing, which is these people because
1: they're amazing. Yeah. What they do. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, so that was fun. But in step, Steph, and I amazing. know she probably won't mind me saying her name, Shanti, yeah, Shanti. And I had the restorative touch treatments mm. from her, and like, pew. She's on our list. We'll get her
0: for sure. Um, on the pod for the next episode, yeah. yeah. But if anyone's in Cork, I'll put her details in the show notes. Yeah, yeah she's amazing. She loves saying that. Showns. Show notes. Um, but you know what? I was actually so surprised at how not bothered I was. Not not bothered. But like how when they told me they couldn't come, of course I was like fuck. Mm. And then I was like, this whole eighteen months, if it's taught me anything, it's that no matter what happens, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, figure it out. We'll figure it out. And again, like of course, my main concern was that they were okay because they were actually quite sick.
1: Mm. Um, How are they doing now?
0: Much better. Yeah, much better. But you know, obviously, it was a huge. even if they were feeling better, they could have been contagious and, you know, mm, all oh, of, of course, the stuff. course, yeah, 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 So I was like, okay, and it sounds so cheesy, but I'm like, it's not meant to be. And mm-hmm. when I was telling someone the other day, I, I actually really, truly believe this, it gave Bethany, who did the food, She's and Shanty, A huge opportunity Mm -hmm. you know so like you could look at it as these people couldn't come or you could look at it there was an opportunity for other people Mm -hmm. and Bethany who did the food is just kind of coming back to chefing after a big break having had three children and she previously worked with the chefs that I usually have so they knew her they knew she'd be up to standard Um, and basically she had three days to say yes or no um and she said herself if she, if i'd given her three months she probably would have said no because mm-hmm. she would have been like i won't be able to get the kids minded I too won't. much
1: time to think about yeah it. i'm not good enough
0: to do this i'm out of practice blah blah and it was just like i gotta get them out of a pickle and in she stepped and you know it was hopefully gonna lead to a lot more work
1: for her now and she's back in the in the game doing what she loves oh um, she's incredible and yeah. like i knew how amazing she was by the food i was eating like okay. oh my god but then like it further reiterated how insanely talented she is because I tried to like <laughs> <laughs> do the work. Oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'll get my bean mix, I'll get my chilies, I'm just gonna make like this healthy lunch Bethany inspired. Oh it was just mush. Okay. Mush with a bit of chili. <laughs> bit of chili <laughs> mush. <laughs> chili mush. Um come here to me. Come here to my girl. Um
0: what Did it meet your expectations? Actually, I'm interested. It surpassed. And I I don't mean like, go tell me how amazing I am, but like, was there anything that happened that you were surprised
1: by or anything like that? One thing that really stood out to me, um, and maybe it just, I wasn't really aware of it until the retreat, but I shared this with you. um, It's been a good, I'd say, two years since I've been at the stage in a yoga practice where I nearly nod off in Shavasana. Mm shavasana um and i think that's partly because when you're practicing at home yourself shavasana is the i think most difficult posture 100%. to nail is the nail down is the wrong word but i think shavasana is the hardest posture to practice when you're at home yeah and when it's you're on holding your time yourself, yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. you're like maybe settling in and you're like well this, my brain is like oh i forgot to take that load of washing out of Mm -hmm. the washing machine is it going to smell now do I have to rewash it what (laughs) time is it now how long do I have before I need to be here what will I eat for my dinner now it's always food yeah what life for lunch have I made my lunch for tomorrow you know and even in like it's much easier to drop off in classes but I was kind of even finding that difficult and you know I suppose the majority of us doing classes over the last two years has been online and on our own yeah so yeah. like you know you're following you know a teacher online but then i don't know is it just my overactive mind i do have a very overactive mind it's a case like you're in shavasana and you're just about to drop off and it's so silent that you're like what if my computer went dead? oh yeah how'd yeah, yeah, yeah. come out what if the teacher's gone yeah you know
0: all this kind of you know like what i would say that is now two things one shavasana is an asana and you have mm, to practice it yeah yeah for, right yeah. And so you were practicing it because you were doing it twice a day, every day in class mm-hmm. with me. And the second thing is that I've just forgotten. Oh yeah, co-regulation of nervous systems.
1: It's. I think it's purely an, oh, as in everyone else. Everyone around. else, so yeah. like when
0: you're on your own at home, you're only regulating with your own nervous system, mm. Well, you are your nervous system. But when you're with everyone else, there's a overall piece. A pooled energy, very much so. Pooled, I like, because we were in yeah. front of the pool
1: i definitely think it was as you, we just said that kind of pooled energy mm. which i think is so so evident in a classroom set or a classroom a class setting yeah um nature was our classroom Kelly. oh <laughs> it's so nice it's to be outside in the heat as well isn't it oh yeah. um but yeah it took it it took like maybe two days but by day three i was like getting to the you know that stunning stage Stillness. Where you start drooling a little mm. and you kind of, do you ever like drop off so much that you might wake yourself with your own Wait, snore? Yeah. You're like, and then yeah.
0: you like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember yourself. a student once telling me, I think I was doing meter with oh. them. And she's like, I felt like my faith was melting into yeah. the floor yeah. that you've become
1: the floor. Yeah. yeah That's so, oneness. That's union. Yeah. You know? That I think is a beautiful feeling. So that was a sure sign to me that like, I knew it was going to be unreal. Like, mm. I, I knew it was going to be amazing, but it was those kind of things that was like, that I was like, okay, this is, will go far beyond just this week here. You mm. know, my nervous system is starting to kind of really regulate. Your baseline um, has changed now. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it, it surpassed every, yeah. I try not to have expectations. Okay. You know, um, but it did surpass. Mm maybe expectations i was unaware that has. like obviously i'm totally biased because
0: i run them but it's it's an investment in your future self isn't it mm. um and there's so much healing i think and like when you're given the space to do it safely is mm. the is the thing but what made what well, just fills my heart with joy and i love them so much like we'd age 22 to 74 on that retreat yeah um well sorry on, between the two retreats mm. um and men and women Mm. you know married divorced mm. single going through a breakup you know um every profession you can imagine unemployed to mm. you know doctor mm. you know like there was like a therapist there's pharmacist mm. there was yoga teachers yeah. students studying mm. like it was just and yeah. we
1: were like 99% Irish and then we had Cecily oh yeah legend. on your retreat
0: yeah we that was on the second retreat yeah, yeah. we had a, a mix of English and Irish okay on the first retreat yeah, yeah. I
1: just yeah, yeah she I'm so glad I got to meet her she actually. was
0: fab. and we t- taught her all the cork words oh what we? a scream yeah yeah
1: um, and she says cark because kirk. Kirk. because of us so she's gonna come and then we had like you have a video of oh, yeah. last night we after, it wasn't a that. test but she she wanted to write down all the words yeah and uh, she rattled them off on the last night. What a skit! Brilliant, it's brilliant, yeah.
0: But it's like I, you asked me like half an hour ago how I found it. I again was surprised at how okay I was when everything. But again, it was just I was like, all oh, the last eighteen months we've planned for something, and then the government said no, or we to change this, or then that didn't work. So I was like, we'll figure it out. And um, I figured it out, and it was fine. And I think I'm also super aware that if I'm stressed, you're stressed, mm. you know. And so it wasn't a fake calmness at all. But it was just like, this is not benefiting you or the other people if you get worked up about this. Um, and I suppose in a way, that's my spiritual practice of like having absolute faith that nothing is going to come your way you can't handle mm. and nothing is going to um, nothing is going to be awful because mm. it's going to mm. I don't think there's a man in the sky directing all of this stuff. But again, like you were saying about my resilience, that's like the essence of what resilience is i think is like your ability to adapt because you've had to do it before oh hundred percent!
1: like you're only resilient because you've been faced with so many other things yeah, yeah so in a way it's like i suppose a practice of dealing with difficult things you know is it a reward actually now i'm just thinking in my head
0: is it a reward for all the shit you've gone through is that you'd be able to deal with the new oh, shit well, yeah, better <laughs> Here's yeah. a reward for going through that shit. You can deal with this other <laughs> shit much better. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd love to write a book, actually, about all the stuff that happens on retreats, you know, in the background that you're kind of aware of. Oh, like, my God. Yeah.
1: It's like Nine perfect, perfect Strangers, Strangers
0: <laughs> but it's yeah. not. But I don't from oh, I just
1: ruined that book. No. What?
0: I just ruined the book today. Shoot. <sighs> Spoiler. Uh, too late spoiler after the fact. Did you have a good time with your sister? Because she was there too. Oh,
1: I did. I had yeah. the best time it was so nice sis. to meet her. Yeah, my sister lives in London and she's a nurse, a neonatal nurse, so you know, front frontline worker. Frontline. Um so yeah, it was just the sense of connection. Like I'm very close to my sister, we're quite close in age. Um so I definitely consider her my best friend. But just to be able to spend that time with her after obviously you know not being able to for Mm. the last kind of two years was just amazing and I'm so glad she got to meet all of you as well you know we're such a skit like yeah um and I think again I can't speak for her but like it seems that you know I know her like you know she's my sister I think she probably got what she needed plus some you know that kind of way beautiful and she's been on her mat like almost every day since she got home you know so and yeah it was just so special so so special that would be a huge focus for me is that like I noticed over the
0: years that people were very much being like oh my god this is amazing and then not thinking they could do it themselves at home you know Mm. and then almost relying on me in a way I started to notice that people would come back time and time again and then they'd do nothing in between and I'm mm. like you know what we're doing here I hate saying isn't special like I said earlier but it's like you can do this too at home so I love empowering people to not only feel great on retreat but mm. be like here's a really simple thing you can do at home yeah. once a day and it'll just keep you topped up you know so you were depleted what we facilitated replenished you Mm -hmm. and then there's no point now just depleting yourself down to zero again and needing to come back on retreat or yeah needing to go to therapy again but therapy is great all the time Mm. but you know um so it's like let's keep the batteries charged and tapped up Mm. yeah um we always do a cacao ceremony at the Mm. end and I just always find them so beautiful like like I said all the different age groups like social socioeconomic backgrounds different jobs different genders presentations orientations and it's just like we're all craving the same thing connecting mm-hmm. to ourselves and connecting to connecting to like-minded people mm-hmm. you know and I just love that that can happen and like you said like you've made friends from life would you ever friends for our life would you ever have come across those people or spend time with them or you know no
1: you wouldn't have come across them I don't think think, you know um
0: and people come back like mm. there was three women on it who met on the retreat two years ago who were now friends
1: like yeah I'm kind of hoping it's just the same gang every year yeah I know everyone (laughs) always says that and then you go and you're like oh it's different than last year (laughs) (laughs) um it was great do you want to share some just for the skit some like background yoga retreat stuff that Stories. we would never ever know ever know um, it's happening or i have put you on the spot now you might need yeah, to think of that no because I'm, I'm i just want to make sure that i'm not throwing anyone under the bus by saying anything <laughs> um
0: sometimes you get very strong personalities mm-hmm. and actually just like you said um oh that sounds like that sounds awful like your neighbor said there's people who come who think they want a yoga retreat and they don't mm-hmm. and they actually they test me, Mm. they push the boundaries Mm. and they're like, I'm not going to bed, I'm not doing silence, I'm going to be loud and I'm going to stay awake and Mm. I'm like, you're all adults yeah, but please respect that other people are here to do Mm. it or like it it, it is a tough one when like there's people who particularly like come for a certain reason, like there's a lot of people who come specifically because there isn't alcohol
1: let's say or there isn't a dominance of alcohol that was a big one for me Yeah, Yeah, it's the it's just you know I that was one thing I was really kind of looking forward to was okay. not being tempted yes yeah
0: and again there's nothing wrong like I love alcohol as well yeah there's nothing wrong with it and there it depends on the retreat actually the space and stuff whether it's there or not but there's some people who like again pay me to do these things and then they drink every night and I'm like mm. you might as well have gone to an Airbnb mm. and paid someone to come in and teach you yoga mm. you know yeah um so I try and make that kind of um I'm not judging those people. It's just that's not what I offer. You yeah. know, so it's like, are you wasting your money? Um, but then, look, for some people, it's that they think they want it. And then when they get there, it's it's too hard for them, actually, mm. to do it. Mm. And so maybe the next time they'll come back and it'll be mm. easier or, um, you know, it's too hard for them to break a cycle that they yeah. thought they could do.
1: It's really hard to break. Yeah. Habitual cycles. For sure. It's really hard, you know. So um,
0: I'm trying to think. I've had a few... And I think now between the retreats I've been on, it, sometimes I notice more what retreats I'm on when I'm like because mm. I'm a retreat leader facilitator. Um, it's fascinating to watch other dynamics and being mm. like, how would I deal with this now? <laughs> mm. that was a, there was one retreat I was on as a guest where this couple came, and it was a very expensive retreat. Like it was pretty high, not highbrow, but like, yeah, it was expensive and it was well known. Okay, so this couple had come, and you could tell they had a lot of money and she wanted to be there i don't think he did but like my thing is if you don't want to be involved and i've had couples who've come before where one partner might not be as into yoga and they're like look i won't i won't do the evening class Mm. and i'm like no problem enjoy your walk or whatever um he was doing everything but giving out about it and he was a doctor and he was really anti-yoga and i was like what the fuck are you doing here and every time the teacher said something he'd be like that's medically impossible and just like was just chipping away at her that no she was well able for him Mm. but we were having dinner one night and he was sitting across from me and he was like so Gene, what do you do and i was like i'm actually yoga teacher
1: and he's like no no he
0: was actually kind of okay (laughs) in the end and um he was saying something about something and I, he had he had contradicted the teacher when she, she said something about circulation and the flow of blood mm-hmm. and she, to be fair to her she said the flow of blood and energy in mm-hmm. the body which are different when you're talking about yoga
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so like we'd done an inversion and then we came down and she said something like settle for a few moments to allow your blood and your energy to recalibrate I think that's yeah. what she said or maybe they're my words anyway and he was like that's impossible your blood is the same all over your body so we were eating dinner and I was like, well, actually, no, it's not. And he was like, it is. He's like, I've looked inside a body. I know. And I was kind of like, I said, to put put your hand up in the air. So if you're listening now and you're not driving, put your hand up in the air. Right. So put one hand up in the air and we're just going to chat away. And it was so funny because we were just sitting having dinner. and he just hand up in the air. And so did I. Um, and now take a look at your hand that isn't in the air. And then really quickly bring the other hand down and look at the color of the two hands together. <gasps> They're different yeah. because one is above your heart and one is below your heart therefore this the hand that was up was getting less blood flow so it probably looks more white um than the hand that was down yeah. so I was like so if that can happen in a few seconds with your hand over your head can you imagine what turning your body upside down does and he was like well well and I was like <laughs> well I wasn't as smug as that but yeah it, it is it is so fascinating to see people who sign up for these things They want the results, but they don't want to do any of the Mm. stuff in the middle, you know. But to be fair, touch what I've had very little. 99% of people are so beautiful, so accommodating. Obviously, that's not the stories you want to
1: hear. (laughs) (laughs) We want the dirt. We want the dirt.
0: Um, Oh, I've had everything from recovering addicts. They're actually, I'll take them any day. Mm. I'll take them any day. They've done their work. Mm -hmm. They're usually so beautiful, peaceful. So wise. So wise. They've um, built that resilience. Of, unbelievable. Very, They've been through, through their healing, healing and their program.
1: Yeah. And yeah, amazing. I think they are some of the people I admire most who walk this earth. Yes. Yeah. And I know we keep going back to it, but that Two Narys podcast. Like, I stop to, listening to our podcast oh, and go listen to that now. <laughs> I listened to an episode um, yesterday or the day before, and it was with a traveler. And he just had been through such a hard time, oh. you know, and had issues with addiction and now he's gone into third level education after he had left school when he was 12 i think mm-hmm. and i'm just like these are the people that can teach you so much unbelievable they just yeah the resilience the resilience is something that's beautiful together yeah but this is it We're determination you know we
0: want to live and we don't want to exist we want to live Mm -hmm. and we want to thrive and we're all just seeking how to do that Mm -hmm. and like whether you are aware of that or not whether you're seeking thrills seeking peace seeking this like we're all just trying to not just survive but to thrive love it but actually to kind of wrap up on retreats my advice to anyone listening who is thinking about going on a retreat mm-hmm. they're all so different yeah so different my advice would be make sure the person who's facilitating it makes you feel safe mm-hmm. and i don't mean that they have health and safety precautions in place <laughs> i mean from any interactions or promotions that you've had from them and any questions you've had with them or in yeah interactions in general there should be a sense of like release or grounding I think mm-hmm. when you interact with them and for some people that could be that it's an adventure weekend where you're going to be hiking and mm-hmm. surfing and, and yoga as well or something um. or it could be that it's going to be a very not that kind of mm-hmm. retreat you know um, and yeah have you any other advice as an attendee fucking do it it's an investment in yourself yeah it?
1: definitely it's worth its weight in gold. Um, mm. And like that, I, I have being familiar, I suppose, with the person. Well, I, you know, I guess that it's not always possible to be familiar with the person hosting it. But yeah, you get a sense of someone, I think. Oh, straight away. Straight away by maybe a few emails back and forth. Yeah. Um, or even a poster.
0: I signed up for a treat that was 1300 euro mm-hmm. for a week. and Because
1: you love their marketing.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, the poster and the wording, I knew I'd be yeah. looked after. I yeah. knew it was what I wanted yeah yeah so go with your gut with those go with your gut yeah yeah. um and don't be afraid to ask questions you know yeah will Um, I be sharing a room will I not is it en suite is it yeah those things are important
1: yeah you know Um, if you're gonna hand over a large you know maybe a relatively large sum of money like ask the questions you know
0: for sure um and they don't always have to be abroad by the way there's loads mm -hmm. of stuff going on in Ireland Um, I happen to have one in October coming up if anyone wants to come Um, actually the theme is going to be release letting go of all that shit from from COVID basically Mm. and just like like letting go of all that other stuff you feel like is still there that you just want to shed Mm -hmm. and then replenish from there Mm -hmm. yeah it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be yoga and dancing and kirtan and cacao and we're going to howl at the moon and Optional, um, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. Oh, yeah, um, we've been talking about retreats a lot, and obviously, Mm -hmm. they're centered around yoga and food and all that kind of stuff. But 45 minutes in, (laughs) we said we'd have a little look at the benefits of yoga, Mm -hmm. so we didn't want to do any research. Nope, full stop. Because we didn't want to do any research, <laughs> and so we said we talk from experience. Instead. Yeah, but there are—if right. anyone is interested in research stuff—so much science being done at mm. the moment um, on the actual clinical benefits mm-hmm. of of yoga and meditation. Um, there's a uni- there's universities like, of are
1: yoga. I see universities of mm, yoga as well. well. Yeah, I seen um, a picture recently of Eddie Stern. And this gets me so excited is when, like, your holistic therapies start making their way into, like, Ooh. you know, Western medicine Love and start it. to be kind of taken more seriously. So there's, I saw an amazing picture and it was, I think he was in Harvard and he's sitting up in a bed in Padmasana, so in lotus Love position, it. but he's doing pranayama, so okay. he's doing certain breathing exercises but he's got these things clipped onto him everywhere so so you know the medical department is monitoring like his probably brainwaves heart rate you yes. know everything and yeah they're doing all this study and mm. it's so exciting because when you think about
0: it right why do people feel so good after yoga compared to a fitness class mm. okay like have a really good think about that now what is it that's different it's all the stuff you can prove with science Mm. Or that is hard to prove with science, I should say. um It's the breathing, it's the flow of prana, it's the meditation bit, it's all the stuff. The asana, of course, the postures are so beneficial. Mm-hmm. But why? And I'd love to do a study on this. I'd love to put people in a room and have them just with an instructor, and I say the word instructor, instructing asana. And then I'd love to put like a control group with someone teaching yoga. Yeah but doing the exact same movements mm-hmm. and see what the results would be. Because this is why when people call me a yoga instructor, I hate it. <laughs> and it's my own ego, for sure. But I'm like, I'm a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. I teach people and facilitate people. Actually, I prefer yoga facilitator, but that sounds so knobby. Um, the the magic, the stuff mm-hmm. you can't see, mm-hmm. the stuff that science is yet to prove, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but People forget that we're our own scientists. If you go mm. to something and it makes you feel amazing, there's your science.
1: Yeah. And you, you know. question it and you, yeah. you know. And it, you could go to the same thing and
0: you won't feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Great. You go to something else now, mm-hmm. you know. So you be your
1: own scientist. Mm. Is that the name of the podcast Episode? No. There's <laughs> nothing mm. to do with the episode <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> After <laughs> us talking about retreats for the yes. last 50, 50 minutes. minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what do you feel are the benefits? Um, bullet, I'm on bullet points, Kelly. Bullet points.
1: No, bullet points. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel... Okay, something that springs to mind straight away. And actually, my fiancé pointed out as well. I no longer... And I'm. I'm not saying that, like, this is the case for everyone, but I rarely use my inhalers. And I have Ooh. asthma since... I was born, basically, I had one of those huge, you know, remember those big bubble oh, yeah, inhaler yeah. yokes oh, that you gosh. had as a child? It like was an like a kind of thing. It was like a submarine oh, spaceship thing. thing and you sure. stuck your inhaler in the end. Do you Oh, yeah, that? it was like a big, yeah. And, yeah, very um, theatrical altogether. And I would have been in and out of hospital as a young child mm. on ebulizers. Um Yeah, I really suffered with asthma really bad. And that yeah. went on and on. And when I started yoga and just learning how to breathe properly. Mm-hmm. Like, when I started yoga, I was doing, what's it called? There's a name. Um, I was basically breathing the wrong way, and I think a lot of us oh, can get yeah. caught up in mouth this. breathing and more kind of... Well, definitely mouth breathing, but the whole you breathe in and your tummy goes in. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. breathe out and you release your tummy. Yeah. Whereas, in fact, when you breathe in, you're filling up, and it's almost like exactly... It's... You're filling yourself with you know, fresh oxygen, yeah. prana, and you can literally feel the life that lives in the body. You know, mm. ribcage expands, lungs expand, chest lifts, yeah. belly moves out like a balloon. And then when you exhale, everything contracts. softens in and contracts. So things like this, and yes, the mouth breathing, you know, mm. learning how to breathe through my nose yeah. properly. Um, if anyone's interested, James Nestor, his
0: book called Breath.
1: or is it breathe or breath?
0: breathe I think is phenomenal mm. it's actual science and yeah. science
1: of breath is brilliant as is well it? okay yeah the science of breath by? I don't know okay <laughs>
0: google look at it up. I have to look it that. um because when you think about it right you can go to your class for an hour and you feel great for the hour and you probably feel great for 24 hours at least after mm-hmm. if not a bit more right and my teacher always says you do your practice every day and it sets you up for the rest of the day and then you need to do it again whether it's the same practice or a different practice the next day. But if you can change your breath, it's the very first thing you do. And it's the last thing you will do on this earth. Mm -hmm. So it's going to have the most profound effect on your life.
1: Yes. And it's physically,
0: mentally, emotionally, spiritually. 100%
1: and it's an autonomic nervous response so (laughs) we don't give it any awareness because we don't need to it's the same when our heart beating our blood flowing these are all responses from the nervous system that just happen in the background
0: (laughs) so I'm just imagining like the body being like this big beautiful black woman with a big huge afro being like nah honey <laughs> we can't trust you to do that yourself we're gonna beat the heart and we're gonna breathe yeah. for you because you're not able
1: you're not <laughs> capable of doing this yourself <laughs> so we just we really take it for granted we have yeah. no awareness so like when you start to pay attention then you're just probably not breathing to your best and fullest yeah. um ability and they say that for the moment you're in, for the moment you're in, and yeah. they say that, um, and you know, like that, you know, we'd encourage like this deep belly breathing to, you know, um, trigger the parasympathetic nervous kind of state response, which is your rest and digest, because you're involving the diaphragm in your breathing, rest, digest, and reproduce. They're calling mm. it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, and helps
0: reproduce your cells and your tissues, and mm. also for fertility. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. To be in that state.
1: But I also think that this, you know, short, rapid chest breathing is obviously very useful in certain situations. You're running a marathon or you're sprinting and you need a faster time, you know. Yeah. You know, you you need that explosive breath for that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I suppose thinking back to us as primal beings, you know, if we are in a situation where it's really survival of the fittest, you want that sympathetic kind of style of breathing where yeah you know it's it's pumping your body like
0: you so... want that not to be exhausted you want that type so like you want that quick fast-paced breath for when you need it mm-hmm. if you're doing that when you're at rest in inverted commas mm-hmm. then it's going to be exhausted when you actually need it
1: yeah and something happens with your cortisol actually your um, adrenals aren't able to dispel it like Mm. your body might need it in that moment it's like they get over that's that's the basis of your even chronic fatigue syndrome and stuff now this is just something i've been you know researching because your girl's gone to college
0: we're waiting for you to bring it up Uh, uh, kelly's gone to college think for the first time ever fluffy
1: pen (laughs) so i'm 32 and i've never entered third level education so um i've so just cried you. and cried because it's so such a momentous thing for me you know um yeah so i i'm studying psychology um so was that in your physiology of psychology class that you just shared well it's actually the notes that they maybe asked us to read if we wanted to so we I haven't did. actually yeah oh, so i good. printed them off and put them in holly pockets and dwayne was oh like you're God. such a nerd <laughs> no. So that's in your that would be in your cognitive and biological perspective of um psychology so you're kind of brain and nervous system and why you know your physiological responses that come from um hormonal responses mm-hmm. and from the brain really so uh that's probably not explained
0: great no anyway beautiful
1: so definitely okay so back to benefits breathing is one of the best yeah, ones for me I, would say I have it's to say there, yeah there with the top five. um some of the other ones you know obviously staying supple um mm-hmm. in a sense that I have good mobility in my body I'm not that you need to be flexible but my tissues are long and strong i feel you know my muscles are long and strong supple suppleness with strength is really balanced and that's one thing that i have always been very much aware within the last kind of 10 11 years of my yoga practice is why you you really don't want to be overly flexible no It's you will be injured all of the time you'll be like someone described it once and i thought it was brilliant um A pool noodle. You like a pool noodle? Yeah. You need need a balance of strength and flexibility. It's the same as being like overly strong. Yeah. You know. You're going to snap if you're overly strong. You're not going to be able to bend over and pick things up. Like, you know. And if you're
0: overly supple, it's like, you know, like an elastic band that you keep stretching. It's just going to get frayed and break. And
1: it's not going to bounce back into that kind of, what would that be? (laughs) Um, It's not going to have that. Retraction. um, Kind of retraction. Yeah, like your tendons and ligaments, you you know, you don't want to overstretch so that they can't, elast- elasticity, elasticity yeah, you know, exactly. um, elastic band, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that balance, and yeah. I, you know, I really feel I get that from my yang yoga practice, because Beautiful. it's a vinyasa practice, is what I really love to practice, mm. or the Ashtanga, more maybe traditional primary series, I think it's a really, really great practice for yeah. balancing strength and flexibility beautiful yeah you know you're really honing in on your strength yeah um and one thing i do notice though yoga teachers if we're going to talk about like strength flexibility is we seriously lack pull strength
0: yes i was reading about this the day mm. actually yeah
1: Why i feel like a lot of push strength because of chaturangas yeah. you know push-ups no problem um our pull strength is shocking guys i'm gonna and... say it here now
0: don't <laughs> cancel me but you need to do more than your yoga practice.
1: You need to do more than your <laughs> yoga practice. For your, body, For your body, you need to be strength training. Yeah. For your mind, don't think that yoga is going to fix everything. Yeah. Yoga with, you know, a great counselor, psychotherapy. Yeah. Um, yoga. It's part and parcel, you know, you need to have a broader. It's not going to fix everything, sorry.
0: Yoga, psychotherapy and
1: weight training. Weights, to slam weights Sold. around. You're, yeah. just, you're done. Yeah.
0: You're absolutely done. Yeah. So
1: yeah, a balanced body, you want strength, you want flexibility um... and a mind. There's not a huge scope for banter in a yoga class, do you mm-hmm. know?
0: Whereas like if you're weight training in the gym or you're going to a group class where you can talk to other people and mm-hmm. there's lovely camaraderie and so now obviously the chats after and before yoga class are my fave, mm-hmm. but you know you're not going to be chatting during it, mm-hmm. let's say. And the community you can build through yoga is beautiful, but again, it's it's nice to do other things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I often describe like the benefits of yoga to people as, you know, if you didn't service your car and you didn't run it every day, do you think your car is gonna work? No. Yeah. So why do you think your body's gonna work when you don't mm-hmm. clean it or and I don't mean clean externally, when you don't like push it or stretch it mm-hmm. or, you know, like service it, you need to service your body. it's
1: kind of dirty. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. Um, I actually met someone a few weeks ago, and he was a physiotherapist. Okay. And he's from Northern Ireland, so he worked with the NHS. And his job was people who had had like cardiac surgery or okay. like upper chest surgery was to get them breathing properly. That was his Glass. job. So he would go into them because he's like, if you're not breathing. After a serious operation with your full lung capacity, there's a chance that infection can set oh, in. Because okay. I'm just thinking physiotherapy is in a very um, biomechanic kind of way. People, yeah. are, do you get them moving, like physically moving? And he's like, no, it's getting the lungs going. Mm. So, you know... You can get pelvic floor, physiotherapist, vaginal, My dog.
0: physiotherapist. My dog is a physiotherapist. <laughs> You're so bougie. Shout out to Claire. <laughs> Woo!
1: Canine. Clinic. What? Clinic, clinic. That's called, um, yeah. So breathing... Keeping supple and strong, yeah. Um, You know, when you pass the age of thirty, like your muscle starts to waste away, and your bones actually for women, women over they get less dense, less dense. But you can
0: keep them strong with body weight training, yes, and yoga, and you can
1: keep them moist. hydrated <laughs> hydrated um with the yin practice because yes. the gentle stress, stress the gentle stresses and yes. compression and tension that's created mm-hmm. in the body when you're holding postures for longer periods of time what it does these stresses allow the body to produce fibroblasts which help produce collagen which keeps you hydrated fucking love it actually most issues are from people being dehydrated
0: and i don't mean not drinking water i mean like if you're not doing much movement if you're not stretching regularly moving your body turning yourself upside down Mm -hmm. stressing positively twisting then everything starts to dry up especially Mm. the discs in your spine Mm. whereas like if you can keep the body what do they say there's lotion in the motion yeah. You need to hide you need to lubricate your joints. You yeah. need to lubricate and your you, bones, your systems. you
1: do that by moving.
0: Yeah. And like a lot of these cleanses in yoga, which we talked about in one of the episodes, I can't remember. Um are to literally or all of Ayurveda is to lubricate your insights. Because mm. again, like if you don't keep oil in your car, all the bits of the engine don't work properly. Yeah. So
1: spot on lube.
0: Lube up, guys. Lube up. <laughs> come Heard to your first. The <laughs> Loop up is the yeah. episode name. up. we haven't even gotten to the mind or the emotions. Like there's so yeah, much there. Yeah, there's as so well.
1: like it, there's just not enough time to talk about yeah. it. But yeah, it mentally, starts with the physical sometimes. Yes, yeah, gateway. Like yeah. for me, that's what it was definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, or
0: even just from like the chakra point of view, it's your foundation. You mm-hmm. know, is your is your body because it's like, and we your home. we all fucking know this. There's enough people out there who are living up up in their heads and floating around the gaff and like they either forget about their physical body or you know it's great to meditate and chant all day but if your physical body's in pain there's no good Mm. you know
1: Mm. yes yeah um Mm. so yeah if you listen back to the episodes that we i suppose introduced ourselves like yeah it saved my mental health hugely you know um so there's
0: that and something i've really noticed because i did a polytunnel this year because you know hashtag mm. basic bitch um <laughs> yoga teacher and um we didn't give some of the veggies enough space and they didn't grow yeah so like they if you were, don't like, give... all jammed like yeah and they literally they were they didn't grow like so it's the same it doesn't i don't mean grow as in professionally or you know da, da, da. it's like if you don't give yourself space in the day how how are you going to change you mm. know like if your life isn't stunningly beautiful and you're expecting change but you don't give yourself space Mm -hmm. how how do you think it's going to happen you know it's that whole thrival and survival thing as well you Mm -hmm. know um and it's a it's very sensitive and probably controversial thing but why have we uh would you say epidemic of fertility issues you know Mm because we're constantly in survival mode Mm -hmm. because we're so stressed with all these things that Mm -hmm. are going on and the body's like this is not a good time to reproduce Therefore, until you get into thrival mode, we're going to prioritize keeping you alive yeah. instead of growing a new life. Now, that's not mm. the only reason behind fertility issues. There's lots of stuff going on, you know, with so many other things, but that's that's one of them. You and know? you know,
1: one of the most, like, it just blew my mind and it was such um, a positive thing to read. Um, it was Rosanna Davison. You know, she often talks about. Oh, she yeah. struggled with her fertility for many years. I she miscarried a lot, mm. um, and she adopted. I think, or maybe I think uh, was it a surrogacy,
0: yeah. no, she no, but she. Oh yeah, I think I don't she know became. I, I, I should, she should became have a parent this. though. Yeah, yeah,
1: she became a mother, and um, through other avenues, and then she fell pregnant naturally, almost straight with away, twins. Didn't she? Yeah during lockdown and she's like it's blown my doctor all the doctor's yeah. minds the only like um i suppose scientific reason they can fathom that my body was able to conceive and also hold on to a pregnancy was that i was in lockdown so i didn't have all these work commitments yeah. i had no pressure i was able to breathe relax yeah like it's I have goosebumps like yeah. that is just and you know what it's again like stress is is how it's perceived you know we're all in different boats in the same storm as you said but like there's so much external pressure as well i know know?
0: people who stress themselves out trying to be healthy Mm. or trying to de-stress they stress Mm. themselves out like yeah why like and we joke about this with my dad like you know he probably drinks too much eats too much doesn't exercise he'll probably outlive us all Mm. because he he doesn't give a shit do yeah. you know what I mean whereas then I could be there being like I won't drink next. that's not good for this mm-hmm. and like I'm probably stressing myself trying yeah. to be healthy you yeah. know so it really is stress is so multifaceted mm-hmm. and you know you know there's people who can be stressed in a yoga class you know
1: yes and there's class. different I'm trying to sell yoga okay. <laughs> <laughs> here and like that window of tolerance I find fascinating you know something that oh, yeah. might stress you at one moment in time might be in an huge source of stress a year down the line two years down the line the same thing might happen and your window of tolerance might be much broader so it won't impact you like it did or
0: smaller and you hit the fan
1: there's just so much that goes into it because everything is but what I will say is I worked with a woman um this is kind of going off topic but I oh it always fascinated me she would have like was not retiring she was like in her 70s she's such a legend and we worked in a pharmacy, like, so she had said, like, when she had started her career, she said it was in caches, which was Brown oh, Thomas. I love it, and caches. Um, she said, like, if you there was none of this, like you're on an antibiotic and a steroid at the same time kind no. of carry on yeah. because your body needs to cope with one thing and then deal with another thing. And she also said she finds nowadays that, like, people ask their doctors for antibiotics so that they can keep working. so that they can get over this hump and fight this infection and they can still go to work she was like back in the day your doctor was like you're signed out you're signed out your body while this antibiotic is going to help you need to be in bed resting there's a reason you're sick yeah so it's just like you know sign of the times we love being busy like you know and as much as there's lots of people advocating that you know the hustle hard lifestyle isn't where it's at like it's almost like i find with social media are we all and not even being very much aware of it are we all trying to like make a brand of ourselves? totally no one it's, has hobbies
0: anymore i read this to the other day no one has hobbies anymore your hobby has to be your side hustle that you try to earn money from do you know so what i mean like, awful, like or you know not like, that's a very um that's very static language very few people have hobbies anymore you know do
1: you know what i done on sunday and it was. Wow. A hobby I want to keep up, maybe you'll come with me. Go I went on climbing. Like rock climbing? Yeah, bouldering and awesome walls in court. Amazing. Definitely go oh, there. such good crack. Um yeah, and it's a great I'm seeing it as a great way to work on my pulse strength as well.
0: Lovely, love it. Yeah, yeah, so it's
1: great fun and it's quite a primal way of exercising because yes. you're like, Don't fall, don't fall, don't yeah. fall. <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's
0: That's a healthy
1: a- nervous system, system. adrenaline like a uh, strengthener yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. um, um the, yeah i think actually what we what ties all the stuff we've been talking about together is survival versus thrival mm. like take a moment now are you just surviving do you actually like your life like all right, of course the stuff we, we're not going to like in our life but do you actually feel like your life is getting better or is it getting worse you know are you are there things you do every day that bring you absolute joy mm. do you feel like you really want to be alive you know um and are you are you happy? Are you thriving? You know, and thriving doesn't have to be, you know, you're earning loads of money and you have everything you want. Mm-hmm. Thriving is just
1: I don't know how to describe thriving. Thriving for me is being at peace with myself. Beautiful. And thrive and peace are very actually seem polar don't they yeah you've tried it sounds like action yeah yeah but actually yeah no, absolutely action and in an action is that oh, a bang, bang, gita? Indeed. Action yeah. action in bad action. Action, action. and just going back to the benefits and i'll wrap up i want to ask you what do you think but um things like i'm specifically thinking um of yin yoga you know the you're at your edge and you're you're uncomfortable maybe impatient mm-hmm. um bored yes uh you know restless restless, yeah I was actually a very good one to say um and it's just like this is how it is on the mat and you know it's maybe 75 minutes 90 minutes whatever but it's such a huge practice to deal with like silence stillness Mm -hmm. stagnation in life the last two years you know um that's another reason I'm so excited about going to college is I'm ready to get out of that stagnation. You know, I want to be stimulated mentally. You're starting to
0: thrive because you're starting to do something now that you've always wanted to do that. You feel able to do.
1: And I'm welcoming the stress that comes with it because I feel like my body needs a little bit of that positive stress. So that's another episode we could go on about is how we view stress and how psychologically, (laughs) psychologically and physically, it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No. Um, but, yeah, being uncomfortable in yin has definitely, definitely... Being comfortable in when I'm very uncomfortable, uncomfortable in the yin yeah. posture has helped that with situations off the mat. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so... Mm. It's one of the greatest gifts that yin yoga has given me yeah. and continues to give me.
0: It's, it's magic. It's it's magic. That would be a huge factor as well in like how I was like, okay, like this trauma that I'm going through right now maybe not trauma is the wrong word this situation I'm in where all of my staff are gone I will be fine this will end soon yeah I will be fine will this matter in next month yeah you know so you tell me I think I've kind of been dropping them in there yeah um as we're going along I mean we should have started this 65 minutes ago (laughs) but we'll do a more research one maybe someday will we no no we won't (laughs) Um, Although,
1: will I be all about the research now? I have to. You be. might be.
0: We'll, get, we'll get Dr.
1: Kelly Buckley, Dr. Kelly Marie Buckley <laughs> in. I um, feel like it's going to trigger me greatly in on. a positive way, a positive trigger because I'm very much a feely, intuitive oh, yeah. kind of gal and I feel my way through life. I definitely yeah. think that way. Um, I'm very emotionally led. Don't ever change that though. I won't ever change it. But I know that, like, obviously psychology is the science of the mind it's not the science of your intuition you know so it's going to be triggering in some ways but i look forward to you know we need people like you we've enough scientists
0: doing this stuff Mm. we need like do i want to go to someone who can quote all the academic papers on x y and z or do i want to speak to a psychologist who is a human with human emotions and human experience Mm. definitely the latter you know um, and what was I saying to you the car of the night remember um oh girl I was about six cocktails <laughs> she was six cocktails in and I was sober so maybe you <laughs> don't remember um but yeah just about like there's going to be people who are going to try probably on the course and like uh, disprove what you're what you're feeling or saying with mm. science but like not nah, science can only do so much the a human a human experience far surpasses science anyway mm. yeah Yeah, I'll just get my sage out and I'll stack my crystals (laughs) and I'll be like, I'm good, I'm good. And you're rewriting history. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so Mm -hmm. proud of you. I think it's amazing. If there's anyone listening who's afraid to do something or thinks they can't do something,
1: like what were your limiting beliefs in, well, if you want to share Oh, I'm happy to share them. Um, My core beliefs were I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not academic enough. um, I don't deserve a third level Mm -hmm. degree. Um, I far too stressed out for adding exams and assignments. Um, yeah, I was. I I'm realizing now I had this incredible low self esteem, and it was through psychotherapy that my counselor was like, "This is all bullshit." Mm-hmm. She's like, "I talk to you." I know you're intelligent, you're so intelligent, you know, I know you're academic enough. And she's yeah. and, you know, this is what a lot of people have been telling me, actually, who studied like more soft sciences or social science is that like, yeah, you obviously need to have some level of intellect, but interest is far more important. God, you that. need to be interested in psychology yeah. um, and psychotherapy. So and also around the time of my leaving search was when i had went through the greatest kind of uh, dealings with trauma that i i have really in my lifetime um so i began to understand that it wasn't really the leaving cert that was an incredibly stressful time for me it was everything else but Ooh. this it's like you know fear will mask itself yeah anger may mask itself you know um while they are definitely very real real Ooh. raw emotions um But the leaving cert was the mask to the trauma that I was experiencing. And that led then to me. And I still have reoccurring nightmares about my leaving cert. It's like, you know, you have the odd reoccurring dream. My leaving cert is my reoccurring dream. It's so funny that I'm just not prepared. I'm not able. I don't know how to answer anything. But really, I'm dreaming of a time where I had such a great deal of trauma Mm -hmm. happening, you know. And it was through psychotherapy. And it was actually through the tunaris and listening to what they went through Mm. and how like timmy says i came out of jail i came out of prison on friday and i was in it was either saint john's or cit on monday morning studying after learning to read and write at the age of like 36 in prison in jail and i'm like if they can fucking do it i can do it And they were a huge source of me applying mm. for UCC. And have you told them? You no, them I am going to tell yeah. them because it's I'm not the only one. I've read through comments, yeah. you know, because they put education very high on their kind of healing
0: and um, it's journey. It's Timmy has meditation
1: as well on his. He doesn't does Are we trying to get them? The I'd love to have them on the pod. Yeah. I just I just think they're amazing, and Timmy's very uh, soulful. Um, So, yeah, they were a huge um, push as well. Um, They're amazing. And psychotherapy is, while it's definitely a privilege, it's, I think, absolutely necessary. You do not have Mm -hmm. to be crawling on your hands and knees I go to psychotherapy probably twice a month or maybe once every three weeks. I go twice a month And now. I can tell we, you now there's nothing major going on. And we actually the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if, you know, there's anybody out there and they're considering it because it is, it's a very big step. And yeah. it's very scary. You know, you're bearing your soul, like to someone. Um, it bring you from survival to thrival. That's what it? brought me from survival yeah. to thrival, For most to definitely. That. Um. So I would be very happy to share the details of the wonderful person who, yeah. you know, counsels us and, and laughs and... Yeah, yeah, we love her. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> um, we should probably wrap
0: up. Could people have you stopped to do, lads? Have you stopped to do? Sorry now for keeping you.
1: <laughs> are you doing the stuff while we you're listening? Week two. I'm excited. What are we gonna have? I'm
0: gonna make you um a immunity boosting stir fry. Woo. with peanuts and sesame and loads of veggies and rice noodles we love to see it yeah we love it um, so thanks
1: thanks for listening to <laughs> us
0: <laughs> we're delighted to be back we are so are happy we? to be back yeah um, it
1: didn't happen in Spain but um, I we, think were we were too busy just, healing we're, yeah. I was too busy doing nothing exactly <laughs>
0: so that's our lesson yeah. our message to you
1: yeah mm.
0: so go on bye go on, good luck. see ya bye bye, bye. bye. This is Yoga Uncorked.